The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The Word of God we want to consider today is again our Gospel reading for this past Sunday, which was the sixth Sunday after Pentecost. We're looking at Matthew chapter 10, verses 34 to 42, especially the end of that reading, where Jesus said, Do not suppose that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to turn a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies will be the members of his own household. Anyone who loves his father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves his son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And anyone who does not take up his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. He who receives you receives me, and he who receives me receives the one who sent me. Anyone who receives a prophet because he is a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And anyone who receives a righteous man because he is a righteous man will receive a righteous man's reward. And if anyone gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones because he is my disciple, I tell you the truth, he will certainly not lose his reward. My dear friends in Christ, in our gospel readings the last couple weeks, we've been looking at some instructions that Jesus gave to his disciples before sending them out on evangelism calls, doing the work that they do after he ascended into heaven. But he was giving them this advice, and here are his final words of encouragement and instruction to those disciples. The words first, they, he reminded them that Jesus didn't come into this world to make this world the perfect place. Sometimes people falsely get that idea into their heads. He also warns us not to love anyone or anything more than we love God. And he encourages us to take up our cross and follow him as as. He leads us through this life and to himself forever in heaven. Well, Jesus said, though, he who receives you receives me, and he who receives me receives the one who sent me. If we or any Christian, for that matter, shows kindness to one of Jesus' disciples, Jesus is saying here that that kindness, it's as if it was shown to Jesus himself, to Jesus and, and, well, and to God the Father, of course. The person, he says, will receive a reward, but when we hear that reward, we have to remember that it's a reward, a gracious reward, not an earned reward. Well, Jesus said, anyone who receives a prophet because he is a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And anyone who receives a righteous man because he is a righteous man will receive a righteous man's reward. And if anyone gives a cup of cold water to one of these little ones because he is my disciple, I tell you the truth, he will certainly not lose his reward. 
Jesus wants his disciples, us included, to be tr properly treated. So here is a promise for Christ's disciples. Jesus wants us to treat our fellow Christians well. That's why he promises a reward for any attention any, someone shows which may benefit one of Christ's followers. However, let's remember again that all of those rewards that God gives, they're rewards that he only gives because of his grace and mercy. They're not earned or deserved. As Titus tells us, God saved us not because of righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. In the late 19th century, a man named John Wanamaker opened a department store in Philadelphia, and that department store soon became one of the most successful businesses in our country. But operating that department store wasn't the only thing that John Wanamaker did. He also was appointed named the United States Postmaster General, and he was also the superintendent of a very large Sunday school. When asked how he could hold all of those jobs and do all of them quite well, well, he explained, early in life I read, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. The Sunday school is my business. All the rest are the things. See, now he had his priorities straight. He knew what was most important. And now see, we're always going to be tempted to, in this life, to get so involved in this life and the problems and, well, and even the successes in this life that we don't always remember what's most important. And what's most important always is our God and his word. So let's heed Christ's advice to us, his witnesses. That is his reminder first, as this section told us, of how his word works in our hearts and how he'll want to We'll want to give that word every opportunity to work on our hearts, to build up and strengthen us in our faith in our Savior Jesus. Well, he also gives us a warning here not to love anyone or anything more than we love God and, and a, a warning you know, to take up our cross and to follow him, accept the hardships, the troubles that we face in this life. And then he also gives us his amazing, gracious promise. His promise of reward for all those who follow him. And as we follow him, let's remember his gracious promise. For us as believing children of God, following his advice, that can only lead to blessings now and to blessings forever when he takes us home to heaven forever. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you for giving us the peace of God. 
which surpasses all understanding, so we can know we are forgiven and heirs of heaven all because of Jesus. Help us always to take up our cross and follow Jesus as he does what he promises to do for us who believe in him. He takes us through this life and to himself in heaven. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus, we pray in your name. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.